Hello, Doglos. A rare intro for a shorties episode, but I wanted to point out that when I was editing this, uh, it was only then that I found out that uh, the person in this shorty, Jawed Karim, is the co-founder of YouTube. Makes a lot of fucking sense now that you think about it. So, so yeah, that answers uh, some questions that we didn't bother to look up in the episode. Well, we're supposed to know who all these like tech entrepreneurs are. Fuck it, man. We're like down on the streets. All right. We don't. We're here with the real people. All right, man. Get the fuck out of here. Hey, shout out to my highlights. Uh, did it get a little short in here? <laughs> sure did. It's a shorties episode. <laughs> Welcome this Friday. We just uh, finished the, a trilogy of Ginger, her return to the Documenteers podcast. Hell yeah. You will hear her next month, which is just around the corner. Because I believe this, when this drops, it will be... Hold on, let me check the calendar. <laughs> yeah, it's the 31st. That's when this drops. So Cool, cool. And June is Pride Month. Yes. Pride Month. And we'll talk more about that shortly. But there's something very special about the shorty that we're going to watch. It's only 19 seconds long. It's a video by a guy named Jawed Karim. And it was uploaded on YouTube in 2005. That's 14 years ago. And I think about a month ago from when this is dropping... A little over, I think YouTube celebrated its 14th anniversary. And the thing about Jawed's video is that it's the very first uploaded YouTube video ever. I know that you told me that, but now that I've watched it, I have some things to say. I think it's uh, it's interesting. This is the first ever, the monolithic entity that is YouTube. Yes. This is the first one. And the coolest part about it is that it's not something big and flashy. No. It actually represents the vast majority of what is on YouTube, which is just mediocre people posting stuff that just makes them happy. Yeah. Or for to share with their friends, not necessarily to share with the world. If more videos were a lot like Jawed's uh, Me at the Zoo video, I think YouTube would be a lot better place. Sometimes yeah. we go, YouTube is so interesting to me because it seems like it's, I'm going to be a little hubristic here. Is that a word? Where uh, sure. I'm where, where I'm in the act of having hubris. Hubris. hubris? Sure. Dick. It seems like I know you look at YouTube based on what you seek out. Like I'm playing like this Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild game. Mm-hmm. I don't like being stuck. So I'll often look up shrines and stuff or how to get to certain places or how to good strategies and people will eventually pull up like a video that someone made to show like a walkthrough to go in. So it's almost like you're guaranteed to get a certain amount of views compared to what you put up. Sure. I do watch a lot of instructional videos on YouTube. Yeah. That's how we fix shit around our house is looking up videos on YouTube. It seems like I if I did some everyday instructional video, just shot something quick, It'd probably get more views than like combined total of streams for this podcast because this podcast particularly niche. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at YouTube, it seems like I could just 
I made something a long time ago just to see if I could figure out how to make videos. And it got to half a million before it got pulled. Yeah. Which I think due to like a music, a song that I had used within it. I think yeah. it got, I didn't really care. I was just experimenting. But this half-assed thing that I was doing hit half a million people and then got pulled. Yeah. I don't think anything that I've ever done on the internet has gotten that much attention. Sure. I think documenteers will get there. But it's not like there yet. It's compared to how quickly this seemed to accumulate views. Yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, tell your friends about it. Yeah, tell your friends about the documentary. Yeah, gonna... if you haven't, if you listen, just a sidebar, real quick. If you haven't told your friends about the documentaries yet, what are you doing? Everyone knows someone who likes documentaries. Uh, we at least once every month or two we talk about something that's very relevant to what's going on. Documentaries that a lot of people talk about. So, and those reflect and which episodes are being listened to more than others. But uh, yeah, recommend the documentaries to people you know you talk about documentaries to. And you will be surprised. I had someone come up to me just today and say that they listened to an episode. I had no idea they listened to podcasts. Yeah. I had no idea that they cared about documentaries. And and they were like, it's terrible. No, they loved it. Yay! You're damn right they loved it. <laughs> you know, also the other thing you find on YouTube now, which I don't remember I don't I don't remember the beginnings of YouTube. I wasn't really on the internet that much. To be honest, even though I was in was out of college in 2004. I think I was playing a lot of World of Warcraft at this time. Yeah, you definitely were. I don't know what I was doing. I was working. I mean, I guess I used Facebook, but like... Facebook was huge at this time. looking around the internet. And I... Neither one of us really obviously grew up with this. So I know there's people now who are younger than me who when they have a night off, they'll just like go down a YouTube rabbit hole. We do it occasionally. Sure. But it's not the first place we go for content. Yeah. But, but there's we, some people who it is. But we hit it up a lot. I notice kids watch YouTube videos constantly. You see little constantly. kids with tablets and their parents' smartphone. They're watching some YouTube shit. YouTube is a channel, essentially. And it can be like, it, for me, it replaces MTV for my childhood. Definitely. Because I watch a lot of music. And a lot of the, not even really music videos, which I'll watch a lot of those too. But I'll watch a lot of like, just the image of a record and a song on it. And I'll like discover a lot of new music through YouTube in that way. But let's listen to this one. Well, the only thing I was going to say that we haven't mentioned yet is the YouTube celebrity phenomenon. But what I was trying to say a minute ago is I don't know when that kind of started. I don't understand it. I don't either, but I know it's a big thing. And I know people make a whole lot of money. And But when I said like the mass majority of what you find on YouTube is videos like this, I, I still think it is. We've got friends and family who have YouTube channels just to post videos of their children that are private channels so their friends can view what's going on. There are those people who are stars or there's people who will post, you know, TV shows or documentaries, thank goodness, sometimes because the only place we can find them. But the majority is, is this. I honestly don't understand what connects. There's a lot of YouTube I don't get, particularly like how people are famous. It seems like audio quality doesn't really matter. When it comes to like fame, it seems like there's a lot of things where people are like playing a video game and saying quirky things. And mm-hmm. I, I don't mean young Gen Z or millennials or whatever you call them. I guess they like that. Vloggers. Vloggers. Yeah. And people talking. About, I mean, I've seen things on YouTube that I do think are funny. I watched something today where this man, I think he had cerebral palsy, was making this uh, PSA video on how not to uh, park in the access spots next to nice. handicap yes. spots. And it was legitimately funny. But there's a lot of shit where it's just people like talking into their webcams or computer 
cameras and i don't really get it i, mm-hmm. I really don't a lot of people like lip syncing songs mm-hmm. into their and i don't i don't really understand that like the logan paul shit i like i don't really understand that logan paul i watched some sizzle reel of the paul brothers bullshit and jackass was doing this shit better like 25 (laughs) 30 years ago it's just like the dumbest bullshit and i really don't understand why people are like there i mean i'm just getting older too i think there's a certain level of comedy that's out there that i just don't think is fucking funny but people do it seems like comedy now is like hey super mario brothers and then people laugh i don't know i don't get it (laughs) remember remember it's a lot of member shit anyway let's dump in dump in let's jump in let's watch me at the zoo by Jawad Kareem. I think I'm saying that right. Here we go. All right, so here we are in front of the uh, elephants. And the cool thing about these guys is that, is that they have really, really, really long um, fronts. And that's, that's cool. And that's pretty much all there is to say. You know, for the very first YouTube upload video, 67 million Almost 68 million doesn't seem to be that much. I think there's shit that like Gungam style has like well over a billion views. <laughs> sure. Well, the thing about it is, is that it's really, really, really simple. It is very simple. I guess for the type of video it is, it actually is very impressive. It has 68 million views. I mean, no show on TV gets maybe Game of Thrones. Uh, but other than that, it gets like 68 million views worldwide. Is it tagged now as first YouTube video? I think a lot of people know. I feel like that's the majority of the views, just people wanting to know what was the first video. Jawed got it. And he's talking, he's standing in front of some elephants and he points out a fun fact. The cool thing about these guys is that, is that they have really, really, really long um, fronts. But he said that's like really all to say, and that's not true. <laughs> elephants are one of the coolest animals. But I don't know if Jawed, I think Jawed understands that he's not equipped to give like long-winded facts on elephants. But I think he likes elephants enough. And he's also obviously being a little cheeky about it. Sure, sure. Being a little silly. Maybe being like, well, we could just put this on this uh, website. Okay, let's do some shit about elephants. And it's just very casual also at the same time. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he thought much about what he was doing before he did it. He just did it. But he was making history. Do you think he knew he was the first to upload it? How do you get to be the first? Like what? How do you even find out about YouTube when it's brand new? I mean, this shit looks like it was shot on a flip phone. Mm -hmm. So did he like plug it into his computer later? Oh no, you know what? It probably was one of those. Couldn't you take, back then, couldn't you take video on digital cameras? Yeah, I guess so. And you could USB it into Mm -hmm. your computer. When was the first smartphone? When did that come out? Let me look that up. I don't know. I I know I had a flip phone to like 2008 at least. Blackberries were the thing in 2004. Yeah. It could have been a handheld. Yeah. The true smartphones didn't really start to take off. The first iPhone is credited as the popularizing that. And that's not till 2007. Gosh, it doesn't seem like that long ago. And these things that are so locked into our everyday lives. Huh? Yeah. That's kind of crazy to think about. That you and I have been together longer than the smartphone has been alive. Yeah. I think we're about, we've been around about as much as YouTube and Jawed's video. Around the same amount of time. 2004? Yeah, I guess like we're only a year older than YouTube, our relationship. We started dating in 2005, sir. So we're as old as YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. 
<laughs> well, we don't rate in a Herzog oh, okay. or star rating scale. Yeah, yeah. We consider uh, Me of the Zoo by Jawed to be a short documentary. Yes. An interesting document. About elephants. Of a website that's very popular and that we utilize a lot for our shorties episodes. So as shitty as YouTube can be, it seems like the internet is shitty. The internet is shitty. And it's also amazing at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's often shitty and it's often amazing. And for every amazing you get, you get equal amounts shitty. It just seems to be like this balance. But isn't that how it is in life? Right. Totally. If the YouTube comment section developed AI and then hacked into a system and built itself a body, it would, we would all die. It would kill us all. So how much do you, how many baby Herzogs do you give Me at the Zoo by uh, Jawed? Three. Yeah, I'll give it three too. (laughs) It's historical. It is. Just for the history, three. Almost as relevant as like the, oh, the early French movies that we've watched for shorties in the past yeah i think it's every actually every bit as important as those kind of movies i think this kind of video is a lot more enjoyable than most of the shit you find on youtube oh for sure and yeah so that's it six out of six for me at the zoo by jawed this is how we do it is that what you play when they get six? Oh no you play whitney houston Yeah, I play Whitney Houston, but Angela, <laughs> starting next, I get, you know, I used to say we drop on Tuesdays, but I always drop Monday nights. Yeah. We drop Monday nights. So <laughs> this coming Monday night, it starts our Pride Month for documentaries. We talk yes. about LGBTQ themed movies. And yeah. I hope we can find a way to make it fun. Sometimes these stories can get pretty sad, but we got some special guests that we might hear more in the future of the show. Jeremy will be returning. Jeremy. You'll be doing an episode with Ginger. Yes. You'll be doing an episode with Akil. Yes. You will be doing an episode with somebody new. Yeah. And I actually think we will start the month off with that episode. Okay. Who will be joining you? So you have heard mention of him before. Yeah, his name gets thrown around sometimes. Because he lives here with us. I am doing a episode with my brother, Brian. And you're watching the film Matthew Shepard is a friend of mine. Matt Shepard is a friend of mine. Matt Shepard is a friend of mine. So Yeah. This kind of falls into one of those stories that we've been revisiting from our youth. Yeah. Something that happened when we were teenagers. Brian was 14. I was 18 when Matt Shepard was murdered. Yeah. And it affected us each in different ways. It affected the world in ways that... 20 years ago. Something like that had never... Something like that had never been as exposed to the world yeah. as his story was. Something that could no longer be ignored. And it, Yeah, it's something that actually has happened a lot. Yes, it's happened the, so much. An accumulation of history. It's something that actually is a lot more common than people maybe like to think it is. Yeah, and, and when, when Matt was murdered, it was on the forefront of the news. People knew what was going on, and you could no longer ignore the fact that this kind of thing happens. So we'll be starting off pretty strong here yeah. in, uh, in uh, Pride Month here at the Documenteers, but we'll find a way to make things fun. We want to talk about serious issues, yes, a lot of things, and we want to lift up these cultures. But yeah, I will actually be, I've already pre-recorded all the shorties that I'm doing with Akil for the month. Akil's also doing the shorties with me for Pride Month, mm-hmm. and we got some 
interesting stuff. And uh, and you won't be just talking about Matt Shepard. You'll be talking about all kinds of movies all month long. Yeah. But Angela is essentially the director. I will come back and produce these. But I actually will be leaving town. And uh, I got a little... <laughs> I got a little something in the mail. Uh, don't be too jealous. But um, what? Why don't you Why don't you read that? Okay, you have been cordially invited to the Podmaster Enclave. Oh yeah, in Santa Monica, California, That's for right. a ceremonial induction into the Podcast Illuminati. Yeah, baby, I made it. I've made it to the Podcast Illuminati. Please bring $10,000 and several bags of Doritos to the following address. Don't read the address. They'll, they get address really redacted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll have to dip into savings and put some stuff on a card, but I think it's well worth it. <laughs> Go on. We look forward to your presence and input involving future podcast Illuminati conspiracies and activities. Sincerely, Mark Marin. Check out these names, yo. Terry Gross. Wow. Terry Gross. John Lovitz and John Favreau. They act, they're not the actors, comedians. They're actually, they host this Pod Save America. Oh, that, yes. Uh, they're a political podcast. I don't really listen to it, but they're kind of big. Sarah Koenig. Wow. From Serial? Wow. Aaron Mankey. Yeah, yeah. He does that lore podcast. Mike Boudet. Yeah. You know, it's weird. I thought Aaron Mankey and Mike Boudet were beefing because Mike's a little weird, but it seems like they're both in the podcast Illuminati. Who's Tony McElroy? There's like 19 McElroy brothers. <laughs> I, I have not heard of Tony. There's a lot of McElroy brothers. And I I'm guess- just going to say right now, there's some, I don't know that you should be associated with all of these people. I mean- Honey, I know it seems like I'm selling out. That's what people might say. I thought you were never going to sell out. I thought you weren't a sellout, Bob. I know. But look, if I give them this money. We don't have this money. We're not making any money on this podcast. We'll charge all our cards. Let me tell you, the return on this is going to be fucking unreal. I also had to buy a flight to Santa Monica. And I actually have to leave now. I got to be at the airport very soon. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I've already pre-recorded a lot of things. I'll do some updates over the month as to my trip. But uh, I've pretty much set up a lot of things already. But the show's in your hands. so Okay, well. And I got to go. Bye. I've already packed. All right, I love you. You're already packed? Yeah. Who's taking you to the airport? I got a lift. Okay. And uh, I love you, all right? Okay, well, I love all you. Right, have fun. It's all you. I've already, I've already set up, pre-recorded everything I need. To. I just push the button, right? Like I just push the button. And... Yeah, press all. I mean, press all. If you don't know what to do, just press all the buttons. All right. All the, all the buttons. All okay. Right. All right. Bye. All right. Okay, so I did not know anything about that. I don't know how legitimate this letter is. I'm kind of concerned that my husband has left and may not actually come back right now. I'm a little bit anxious about this whole situation. Uh... Again, Tony McElroy is not a real person. I actually think I just heard his car door close. This, hold on. 
Well, I guess not his car door, but I swear I just heard a door. Maybe he really left. Um, okay, so. Well, I will be doing some research on this whole podcast Illuminati enclave bullshit. And um, hopefully he's fine. Hopefully he will keep me updated too. But I guess since he is gone, we press on. And I would just like to say that it is a huge honor for me to be left in charge of this podcast and for Bobby to trust me to take the reins for June. I am very excited. Like we talked about, there's going to be some rough conversations, but some important conversations. And I'm very much looking forward to talking to my brother, having Jeremy back. Akil and I have been friends for a very long time. So if Ginger and I, and it'll just be really cool to get to sit down with them. So I'm super excited about it and I can't wait and I hope you guys love it. And I'm going to go um, try to figure out what's really going on with Bob. So stay cool, you guys, and uh, keep on docking.